Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WIRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to speak with Michelle Artmeyer. She is a candidate for Brownsburg School Board. Michelle, how are you? Good. Thank you. How are you? Hey, we're great. Thanks for being with us. Uh, okay, so you are running for Lincoln... Seat 2. Lincoln Seat 2. And uh, explain to folks who may be new to the program, may have not heard about School Board before, uh, everybody in the Brownsburg School Corporation gets to vote for you, but you have to live a certain place. Is that right um actually no so it, you can vote in each um for each township each each seat that's open okay so you'll actually choose um one from each seat so three candidates in total but you have to live in lincoln township because you're running for a lincoln seat. i do yeah. yes correct okay. i'm okay. sorry I yeah you so but everybody voting. that's hearing this if you live in brownsburg school uh the school corporation you will be able to vote on your race correct okay so i ask this to every person who runs for public office mm-hmm. why would you want to put yourself through this right um so i am a very mission driven individual um 
my work, I currently work for Indiana University School of Medicine. Um, I think that's probably a career also where you don't get rich necessarily, but it's um, very rewarding from a personal perspective. And I find that to be the same with my volunteer work that I do. Um, so I've got some different things that I do with the town. Um, I'm the vice president of the Redevelopment Commission, president of the Brownsburg Improvement Committee, and then within the schools, I'm also the vice president of the Eagle PSG. So it's just, it, it's something that I really enjoy. I get a lot of personal satisfaction from it. Um, and I. I like to make a difference, so. Yeah, you, uh, you're very busy. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> to put it mildly, yes. Um, now, I want to ask you, you got involved with the town a couple years ago. You've done a great job on the Redevelopment Commission. What inspired you to want to get involved in, in public service? Um, so I really, I loved Brownsburg. I moved here probably about five years ago now and um, just really felt that it was a, a welcoming committee or a welcome, welcoming community. Um, people were friendly and I felt like I wanted to be part of some of the change that I knew was coming, um, which included the development yeah. downtown and just changes within the schools. My kids were moving into the school system. So it was important for me to feel like I was part of that big picture. Um, was it what you thought? Because that's a very, mm -hmm. it's its a often talked about, but little is known about commission. Right. Um, the Redevelopment Commission, that first year that I was on it, it it's a really complex commission. <laughs> and so honestly, that whole first year, I really felt like I was learning about how tax increment financing works. I was doing research on the side, trying to make sure that what I was voting on, I understood. <laughs> And it was, I mean, it was a challenge. And so I really considered that first year kind of my learning curve. Um, I don't know that it's exactly what I thought it would be. I right. kind of felt like I wanted to see that end result. Sure, yeah. And so that's why um, when I joined the Brownsburg Improvement Committee, I felt like that I was actually seeing a difference. So we administer the facade improvement grant. Right. So you actually, you know, say, yes, we're going to give you $5,000. And then you see that work being completed. Yeah. Where the redevelopment commission, you might be approving something that three years from now is going to come to fruition. So it's just a little bit of a different approach. Get our guest is Michelle Artmeyer. She is a candidate for Brownsburg School Board, actually currently serves on the Brownsburg Redevelopment Commission as well. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the challenges of being in public office is seeing the long-term vision. You know, I know from our perspective or when I was on the council, my big infrastructure projects were the Reagan and uh, 267. Those are ultimately projects that are done after I got out of office. Right. you got to have that long-term vision to see things through. Right. And we're really seeing it now, um, this year with the Redevelopment Commission. Um, you know, we're seeing the Bolt Project moving forward. St. Malachy is being tore down. I think that is a challenge for some of our residents. I think that they're feeling... Um, you know, like, wow, our town really is changing. Right. It's happening. Um, but I'm really hopeful that the end result, that people are going to be really satisfied with what the work that we're doing. Okay, give us some of your professional background. I remember sure. when you applied for the Redevelopment Commission, we were talking off air, that was something that was very intriguing to me. You have a very, uh, very interesting professional background. Right. So um, I've been with Indiana University for about 16 years now, 16 to 17. As an IU grad, I love that. Uh, yes, IU grad, both bachelor's and master's. Um, so I'm currently the chief operating officer for neuroscience and actually just this week was named vice chair. Congratulations. Thank you for neurology and neurosurgery. <laughs> so keep adding to the portfolio. Um, 
So in that role, I have the academic operations, so education, research. Um, I've got clinical operations in the Indianapolis metro area for neurology and physical medicine. Psychiatry is folded in now. So um, it's a pretty big job. I manage about $100 million in federal, state, endowment funds. Um, I actually really love it. It's neuroscience as a whole has touched me personally through Alzheimer's and being in my family. So, you know, some days, like every other job, I get annoyed. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it has a real personal impact with me. And so. I, would, I would imagine it also plays an impact on your wanting to help other people, which is what sort of public service is all about. It does. I'd actually, what I find really rewarding at my job is when I get to talk to patients. Um, I have pediatrics too. And so, you know, you can't walk through Riley and have a bad day. Right. Like you just can't feel sorry for yourself or be upset about something. So it's those types of things and talking to people and helping them connect with healthcare because I have a split appointment with IU um, right. health physicians. Sure. So it just, it feels really good to do that. So it's, it kind of just this just flows naturally into wanting to do things with the schools. You know, too. you know, I always say public. It's interesting because I went straight from nobody knew who I was to being an elected official. <laughs> a lot of people take the route that you did, which is, and that's the good route. You know, get in there, you get your feet wet, you go right. through a board or commission or two. Some people do that and go, no thanks, right? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> right. But I always say for those who start at that level and and move move up, it's sort of like being Michael Corleone in The Godfather. <laughs> like you get into something and you go man, this is really overwhelming. And then you realize right. it's time to step up and move on. And right. you're looking at doing that with, with your run for Brownsburg School Board. What, deci what inspired you to want to run for school board? So I really saw, um, primarily actually started off with my work with the Redevelopment Commission, that there was a disconnect, I felt, between the town and the schools. And that's one of the priorities that I'm running for, I guess if you call it my platform, sure. is that I really want to strengthen that bond between those two. So the Redevelopment Commission has um, someone appointed from the school board that's a non-voting member. Right. And the entire first year that I was there, the school board member didn't come to the meetings. And we invited them. I know, I know. But I, I felt like if I were a community member sitting in the audience, I... Regardless yeah. of what the reasoning was, the perception would be that the schools didn't want to be there. Right. And so when I, um, you know, I've actually talked to the school board about that. And that's the reason this year that Phil Utterback has done a really great job. He comes to every meeting. He's interacting with us. He's asking questions because the work that we do does directly impact the school system. Yeah. And so, um, so that's kind of where it started and then like I said with my kids being in school I just I hear from friends that you know they've got a challenge in this area or that area and I'm just I'm not somebody who sets back and doesn't take initiative sure. or do things about it so I figure I one of the you it. mentioned the town and the school and, and we talked a little about this off the air and my good friend Dr. Snap and I have All talked right. it we're getting along very great these That's days um, <laughs> I'm so, happy to hear uh, that but uh, we talked about this that the schools and the town sort of, it's like this um, it's like this perfect storm where the schools in town sort of collided at the same time because uh, the schools were getting the tax caps, as was the town. Mm -hmm. The town still has to do infrastructure projects. It still has to do roads. It has to do sidewalks. Uh, you know, it has to do water and sewer. 
And really what the state did is they limited the town's ability to do these projects, mostly through the Redevelopment Commission and the Tax and Government Finance District. Well, that was an area that, because there were no tax caps, had often been passed through back to the school corporation. Mm -hmm. And so we sort of said, "Ah, we're going to go a different direction. And the schools were getting hit with the tax caps at the same time they were losing the TIF. And so it really ended up being a, uh, you know, just a very bad time for all these things to collide at at one moment. Right. And, you know, Dr. Snap and I have had a lot of discussions, one-on-one discussions um, about just that. And I think we're all at a point now where we see the value of the TIF funding going into some of the developments. And I'm sure he talked to you about that too. So. Oh, yes. And and they were very helpful this year. You guys did reduce the tax increment. Uh, pass through to help fund the redevelopment downtown project and they were very supportive of that right they were I mean I and that was a concern of mine because I knew I wanted to run for the school board and I thought well what kind of perception does that create but when you I think when you understand the process that that development's then going to drive up the assessed value which is only going to help the schools too it, I mean it really is a win-win for everybody and yeah, I and again, our guest is Michelle Artmeyer. She's a candidate for Brownsburg School Board. She'll be on your ballot this fall. So whether you live in Lincoln, she's running in Lincoln, but whether you live in Lincoln or Brown, if you live, and there's also some areas outside of Lincoln or Brown that are that are that can also vote um, uh, out towards Pittsburgh. So she'll be on your ballot. You can vote for her. Um, and if, if folks want to learn more, maybe they don't get all the information today, how can they go about learning more about you? Sure. Um, so we have a Facebook page, Elect Michelle Artmeyer for School Board. Um, there is also a website, which is www.artmeyerforschoolboard.com. Um, so I'm happy to and you can also just reach out to me, um, personal Facebook. I've been getting a number of messages from community members. I'm happy to respond in that way. I liked campaigning. Do you like it? It's been pretty intense. I, <laughs> I, I'm a pretty straightforward person, and it's, I, I don't think I was fully prepared for it. I yeah. don't think I did my homework. Yeah. Like, I probably should have talked to people like you. <laughs> and, just, and I'm learning that. I've, I've got some friends now and some people, resources that I'm leaning on and just saying, hey, help me through this. Um, but I, I really didn't expect it. And it, it's like Sunday, as an example, I went to a baseball game and somebody came over and talked to me, which is great. Right. I'm just, I'm really used to people talking to me because they like me. Right. <laughs> and this was like a discussion about what my platform was sure. and what my, and that, I understand that, but it just, was like, wow, this is a really different experience for me. I've always said everyone should run for office one time. And it was interesting. I had an advantage that when I ran, I was single and I'm (laughs) self-employed and I could at four in the afternoon go, I'm going out for three hours and knocking on doors. And literally, if I wanted to stay out till eight and I got on a conversation (laughs) with somebody... No big deal. I only right. had my, I didn't even have my dog at the time. So, but you with, with a couple kids at home and another one on the way, it's, you're probably a little bit more limited in, in your ability to get out and reach people. Yeah. I mean, even something as simple as putting up campaign signs, Right. you know, we've had requests um, to date to, for about 130 signs. That's a lot of signs. It is. And it's amazing. It's humbling to know how many people are supporting me. So honestly, like last night I put the kids in the car, I gave <laughs> the six year old a little piece of paper and I said, 
mark these off as we put them in the ground. And he, so they're helping. Yeah. And today they, my mom took them to different businesses like IHOP. And my eight-year-old went up to the manager and said, my mom's running for school board. Can I put a sign out? Will you support her? That's awesome. I've got a sign there. Hey, so. that's perfect. Well, and, that's, <laughs> and I'm, I'm always curious, and it's so great to not be involved anymore because now I can just watch these things right. with, with distant eyes. And like I said, now that a lot of things have been sorted out, I can even watch them with, with more distant eyes and watch how other people do things. And by the way, plagiarism is the greatest form of flattery, so I'm probably going to take some of the stuff you do if I ever run again right, sure. and incorporate it you in. Can embo- you can borrow my kid. There you go. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, uh, but it's a very interesting to watch how people do things, and there's I've always said there's sort of two types of campaigning. There's that really intense, I'm going to go out and hit it and make it my life and my passion, and that's sort of what I did. But there's also the folks like you who have a life outside of this, right. and, I, and it looks like you're having a lot of fun with it. I am actually. I'm. I'm really doing, trying my best to balance everything, and that's that is a challenge because you know we, I've got. I'm planning fall parties right. for Friday sure. at Eagle, so yeah. I've got a million other things going on. But Friday we're leaving for fall break. We're gonna take some time as a family, a little bit away from this. That's uh, that's great of you to do. I think we really we need it. So. Yeah, yeah. I've always <laughs> said that if I'd have been married at the time, I'd have been divorced by the right? time it was done. Yes. <laughs> so I, it's great to see you doing that. I have an exceptional support system, and my husband, he's amazing. What so. is, now? Yeah, I was, and I usually close with this, but since you mentioned it, we'll we'll bring it up. You got to have that great group mm-hmm. at home around you any person that runs for public office. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chris, um, my husband, he is an engineer at Lilly, and so he also has a pretty busy career. So you better have really smart kids. Right. (laughs) Well, I'm going to hope, but we'll see. (laughs) But um, he's just really stepped up and helped. And then I've got a set of Eagle parents that and friends that have come behind. Like, I've got one person doing my creative stuff, you Uh, know, designing things, and just so appreciative of, of everyone's support. Yeah, I've always said, because, like, I had, like, three or four people and we sort of did it all together and it was a lot of fun but like I'd be up at like two in the morning doing the website because it was fun and I'm mm-hmm. thinking man if I ever do this again I'm gonna need a lot more people around me because that just that's that's brutal it is it's it's been a lot of late nights yeah since I am expecting yeah I'm trying to make sure I'm being yeah. healthy and like, yeah so is it weird people coming up to you and seeking your opinion on things not really, because at work, I'm kind of used to that. Yeah. I mean, as I think as a leader and a mentor, I have almost 300 staff. And in addition, I'm a mentor outside of my own unit. So I feel like that I'm pretty used to that. Sure. And I, I don't know. It's just the, always been the norm for me. Um, so, no, I've, I've been comfortable with that. You either. got uh, – let's talk a little bit about um... – uh, well, let's talk about a couple issues real sure. quick. Um, obviously, the gorilla in the room for the past two years with Brownsburg School mm-hmm. System has been funding. Right. Um, there was a referendum. It didn't pass. Everybody came back together. There was a funding agreement. Part of that agreement was a pledge by the school board or the majority of the school board not to raise taxes for 10 years. Right. Um, and in exchange for that, there would not be a remonstration. Uh, do you support that that agreement? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I so just as a side note, so I read the school board notes every month when I can't Good for be there. You. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. But I I reviewed that. I follow some other Facebook sites where groups are really interested in this. And I saw that, you know, there was a bit of a split vote, but ultimately the majority of them did support that. Um, you know, I think it's the right way to go. I think the town as a whole, the community was really fractured through um, the referendum. And I think coming back together, I think that's a sign to people saying, you know, we're going to do our best not sure. to get there. At the same time, I will say that I do respect those people's opinions that didn't vote for it because 
I mean, as a business leader myself, it is hard to say, promise somebody next year, you know, we're going to be able to keep everybody in their jobs and keep everyone sure. employed for the next five to 10 years. You want that? I mean, everybody wants that. I think it's hard to make promises like that. So I respect both sides of the table. I think it was probably a tough. It, well, it is interesting, and, I, and I, it's good to hear you say that you support it because, mm-hmm. like, I've, we had Jen Cox, who's running for Brown, not running against you, but right. running, running for Brown. Right. Uh, she's actually on the uh, Wednesday show. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, look, you know, one of my things is, is tax reform and property taxes, and we gave up, or we, the collective side that was for tax, mm-hmm. tax reform, um, gave up a lot of tax cuts to, in this agreement. So it was nice to see in government, if everybody walks away a little miserable, everybody's, everybody's done pretty good. So right. it was great to see that, hey, the schools are going to get what they need mm-hmm. for growth and the ta- taxpayers are going to get their protection. So it's great to hear you say that that uh, that you support that. Um, what are some of the biggest issues you see facing Brownsburg mm-hmm. schools going forward? Um, so my priorities, again, you know, top one really is bridging that gap between the school and the town. I think that's going to be really important, especially as the town continues to grow, um, because that's just going to bring more challenge, right? I mean, we're going to have more enrollment. Um, we want to make sure that we can manage all of that. Fiscal operations I, for a school, for any kind of entity these days, it's just challenging, whether it's you know a health system that I work in or the school system. I think we're gonna, going to continue to see some challenges there. So you know, one of the recent meetings that I went to, they talked about the aging bus fleet and how to manage those capital expenditures over the next few years. Um, so those are some things that I think my experience could really bring some value to. Um, I would also like to see some increased parent and teacher engagement from a teacher retention perspective. I think that those are that's something that as the teacher shortage continues, we're going to have to focus on. Okay, so you guys had a big candidate forum the other night. We did. Um, mm-hmm. Did you like doing that? You know, I was really nervous on the first question. Which, were you were nervous? Well, and it was kind of ridiculous because the first question was, tell us about yourself. <laughs> like, that should have been the easiest one. But then I kind of got into a groove yeah. with it. And I actually kind of enjoyed it. I, I can be pretty competitive. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I liked it. Like, I felt like I was giving good answers. I saw a lot of people in the audience sure. nodding and smiling. And then I had really good feedback you know, different Facebook groups sure. that I saw later, um, people reaching out. So, you know, I was kind of proud of myself. It was outside of my comfort zone. I was telling, uh, we had Matt Freegy, who you're running yeah, against on right. the show, and I was telling him off the air, I said, those candidate forums to me would be a nightmare because I really enjoy, I'd love to be up there with just one person on stage. Right. And we had to do those candidate forums when I ran. And you got all these people running. Mm-hmm. So how do you stand out? Because half the people forget what office, you, whether right. you're Lincoln or you're Brown, you know, they forget your name. How do you mm-hmm. spell your name? you got to stand out. Right. And you've got like two minutes on each answer mm-hmm. to stand out in a group of, of eight people. So I, I, I would much rather do one-on-one than those candidate forms. But you seem like you had a really good time. I did. And I really, I tried to tie each of my answers to personal experience or professional experience so that I came at it from a little bit of a different angle than the other candidates because it was I mean it was eight people answering yeah. the same question <laughs> so you know you could see like eyes glazing over yeah. a oh, bit yeah. and so oh it's brutal yeah so I tried to 
to mix it up a little. Um, I I think I was pretty successful. So now, do you wa- have you watched either of the uh, presidential vice presidential forums? We watched some of the first one. My eight year old was very interested in it. So, but I didn't watch the. Second. Did Did you watch it differently now, having gone through the the forum? Will you view it differently now that you've been up on stage? You know, I I didn't really view it differently. I think that political arena it can just get so negative yeah and at least i mean matt seems like a great guy i really don't know him but there hasn't been any animosity between us um i think we're both in it for good reasons yeah absolutely um so i i guess i didn't really look at it differently it still really annoys me when people go negative (laughs) and like i don't think of myself as a politician well it's it's fascinating for me because on the media side you know i hang out at indy star and ibc and all these places where it is blood sport and you know anybody who's involved (laughs) is in it for pro and they're in it for money and i don't get uh, that sort of stuff doesn't resonate with me so it's interesting to hear people like yourself who are like hey i just want to be a public servant i want to go and do my job to say hey the negative stuff does really wear on me yeah i it's really wearing on me. And I mean, even local races where I think there is some negativity happening, whether it's school board or some other things. um, It's just, I probably wouldn't be sitting here if I thought it was going to go that direction. Um, Or if it went that direction, I probably wouldn't be responding to it. It's just not my personality to to respond to negative things. Again, our guest is Michelle Artmeyer. She's a candidate for Brownsburg School Board. She'll be on your ballot this fall. Um, she's running in, in Lincoln Township, but everybody in the Brownsburg School Corporation can vote in her uh, in her race. Um, you got a big endorsement. I did. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, the Brownsburg Community Teachers Association as part of the Meet the Candidate Night, um, and we also had to go through an interview process, each candidate did. Um, the BCTA, they chose to endorse two of the eight candidates. Okay. So it was myself out of um, the Freegy Artmeyer race, yeah, I guess I should call it. And then Eric Hilton out of one of the other um, seats that's up for election. So um, really exciting. I was, I'm very humbled by the fact that the teachers are in support of me. I just, I've had such amazing experiences with our teachers on a personal level. My oldest son had some challenges with reading and just, they just really go the extra mile. So the fact that they're supporting me is, I don't know, it it just feels really good. What was the interview like for you? Take us through that, because a lot of sure. people are hearing this going, I didn't know they do do things like yeah, that. I didn't either. So <laughs> Did they send you like a letter in the mail going? An we, email. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So they're saying, show up. Pretty much. Yeah. So they send you um, a questionnaire first okay. that you fill out. And then um, basically you have an interview slot. And there were probably, I want to say there were nine teachers there ranging from elementary to high school age um, or student population. So um, they really just went around the room and asked questions. And you were on the spot. I mean, it was sure. definitely, you know, pretty intense. Um, I think anytime you're in one of those group settings, you are. And, you know, I told one of the other candidates, like, I can stand up in front of a hundred physicians sure. that are world renowned for, you know, curing people and d- give presentations and things like this. You put me in front of nine teachers. I was pretty nervous. Yeah. Well, well, uh, <laughs> so, so, like, what did they ask you? Um, they asked what my priorities would be. They asked what I thought the role of a good school board member would be. Um, it lasted probably about 25 to 30 minutes. And um, we didn't then find out for about, a, I think it was about a week and a half, who they were going to endorse. 
And so, you know, they have been helping, like, drive um, with the teacher population, like, who gets signs right, sure. and who wants signs and who wants to support the campaign in various ways. So, um, I don't know. I it's It's been amazing. So, I feel good about it. <laughs> so, I haven't really ever told people this story before. When I, when I was running, uh, there was an organization that did some endorsements, and one of the guys who was in charge of making the endorsement was working for the campaign of the guy I was running against. So I knew I absolutely wasn't going to get the endorsement, right. <laughs> but I still went and did the interview anyway, just for fun. Right. I really enjoyed the interview process. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a great time because I think it, I think it makes you better when you're in front of people. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, it was really interesting to hear some things about them, you know, just from a teaching perspective, because I'm so isolated sure. at the elementary school level and being just at Eagle, I haven't had experience in the middle school or the high school. And so hearing about some of their experiences and challenging uh, challenges, was, sure. it was helpful. I got to ask you one hard question, right? I got to ask you one hard question. Sure, go do, do school employees understand, we're in this Tax caps. Everybody voted right. for tax. Not everybody, but 72% of people voted for tax caps. Mm-hmm. Put them in the Constitution. So we're all in this bubble together, right? right? Do school employees understand this this bubble that we're in and that, that we all have to move together? Because it used to be schools could do, and not just schools, but any government entity could do as they pleased, and right. people's property taxes just well, went up. Do they understand that w- the town or the county or the fire mm-hmm. territory, that their decision impacts everybody else and you can't just go raising funds and taxes and things like do they get that i would say it's probably a mixed bag that would be my guess i mean they didn't that bcta specifically those teachers who were represented did not ask me any specific questions i talked about the rdc and tiff funding and how that impacts the schools and I did get some comments that, yeah, that is really complex. Now, whether that meant, yeah, it's really complex and I get it, or it's complex and I'm glad to hear you understand it, I don't know. So, you know, I haven't had a lot of conversations with teachers on that topic. And, you know, that's something, like I said, when I was going through the RDC and even going through this process, um, I've learned a lot about the tax caps and looked at different points of view about TIF funding and property tax caps and, you know, how that impacts the schools. And it, it's, it is very challenging. It's very interesting, but I would say it's very complex. So one thing that I was very pleased to see that they mentioned during your forum was they talked about, or you guys talked about as a collective, the school board getting more involved with the state legislature, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of this referendum stuff could have been resolved if they would have known or been more aware that the state was going to adjust funding for the school system. So I think it's really great that you guys are talking about the school board as candidates and as a collective being more involved with our legislators. Right. And I I guess I'm maybe putting a plug in for another candidate and it's not in my race. But, <laughs> Whatever. You know, I do think Eric Hilton brings some pretty unique experience in that regard because he has you know that experience with the legislature he's an attorney um i know that there's some potential conflicts as well but you know i'm sure i've got some conflicts and if you're professional enough you can manage those kinds of things so i i mean i agree with you i think that and that's a a level of understanding that i don't even have i mean i i don't go to the legislature even for my job at iu i'm not going there those guys are no fun i have to talk to them all the time they're (laughs) awful they're terrible so that's an area where i would probably need to grow and better understand what 
you know, how that, that impacts us and building those relationships, how that could strengthen the school system. Okay, again, Michelle, people uh, maybe just tuning in, uh, getting ready to hear some high school football. They um, they want to know more about your campaign. They uh, didn't get the things we didn't get to today. How can they do that? Sure. Um, so on Facebook, um, you can look up my Facebook page, which is Elect Michelle Artmeyer. Um, you can look me up personally as well and certainly reach out in that regard. Um, and then we also have a website, which is www.artmeyerforschoolboard.com. Um, and there's a contact button there as well. So any of those um, ways would be just fine. Um, happy to hear from people. If you see me in a baseball game or a football game, come on up and happy to talk. Well, Michelle, thanks for being with us. Uh, thank you uh, for your service to the town of Brownsburg. I got the pleasure to serve with you for a, a year on the Redevelopment mm-hmm. Commission. Uh, it is not an easy job. So thank you for your service, one, to the, the community, and uh, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of our conversation today, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. Uh, a couple different ways you can listen. One, we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can check out uh, Central Indiana Today Today there. Subscribe, and uh, you can download the, uh, the show right to your phone or, or tablet. You can also check out the podcast at our website at wyrz.org. Click the Shows tab at the top of the page. Scroll down, uh, find Central Indiana Today, and you go go back and listen anytime you want. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child 
can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.